the Purpose Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. We're all about delivering great content, thoughtful discussions, and tips and tricks to help you truly get the most out of your life and business. And here's your charismatic host, me, Matt Browning. Hey, it's Matt Browning. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I hope you're having a good week so far. Today is our Teaching Tuesday, and I want to keep this one... I always say short and sweet, uh, and they tend to go 20 minutes. So I'm going to really try to keep this just to a few minutes. I had a thought and an idea, and I want to make sure that this is something that you can take into this week with you as an entrepreneur, as a coach, and really as a human being. And the concept today is about flexibility. 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 How can you take on more flexibility in life, and what does it really mean to be flexible? What does it do for you? So have you ever found yourself like not maybe getting something done that you want to get done, not getting a goal achieved, not having someone come through the way you need them to come through for you? Well, if you ever find that in life or in business, for me, I take on this philosophy of the person. And this comes from from neuro-linguistic programming, from our NLP background. We teach this at our our NLP um, school, that the person with the most flexibility will always control the environment. The person with the most flexibility will always control the environment. So how does that work? Well, think about vision. If you have a vision for something you want to get done, let's say, well, you want to launch a business and you're on the way to do that. If in your mind, the more specific the vision is, the less obtainable it often can become. Now, I know that's controversial because sometimes, you know, you might have a coach that says, get super specific with what you want, and that is good. But what I say is get specific, but also maintain your flexibility. Maintain that you have ways to flex and flow, and you have other ways to get it accomplished. See, if the only way to get a business done is I said, I need a business loan, and I'm applying to the SBA to get my business loan, Small Business Administration. And if I get my business loan, then I'll be able to start my business. Well, what happens if the SBA says no? If that's the only option, and sure, you were specific in your goals, right? You said, I'm starting a business, and I'm going to do it with SBA financing. If that was the only way, you'd have to say no, and you'd say, well, I guess I failed at it. If you can bring in more flexibility into your, into your life and into your entrepreneurial endeavors, if the SBA doesn't come through, now what do you do? You say, well, okay, I couldn't do that. What else could I do? You get into more of what I call possibility mode, where now you're thinking about what else is possible, what else could I do, what are my other options? And if I and, and if option number two comes up, I could do Indiegogo or a crowdfunding of some kind, right? Or GoFundMe. And then maybe you try that. Oh, that didn't work, or no one that didn't come through like I thought it would. What else can you do? I go to friends and family. What else could you do? You know what? What if I started doing direct coaching and I sold packages one-on-one with people right away and I, f- I gave them a service and I collected money for it and I could use that initial sales money to launch my new endeavor or my book or my product or whatever. So I'm just thinking off the cuff, but the idea is if you have a specific vision and you have a specific how it's going to get done and there's only one option for the how, you're less likely statistically to be able to get it accomplished. So Ask yourself this this week. How can I bring more flexibility to my vision? How can I bring more flexibility to my process? The person with the most flexibility will always control the environment or the system. So you need to be able to have more ways to win than others. Great example of this is with parents and children. 
right? The reason why I was just talking about this at one of our live seminars in Orange County, California last week, just put on an event called Influence. It was a ton of fun and teaching people how to become a greater influencer and how to speak and engage from stage. One of the things I talked about is being more flexible than the audience. See, if the, as a presenter, I only have one way to be, and what if my audience is engaged? Yay. What if they're not engaged? Well, a lot of presenters will say, oh, that audience was dead or they weren't engaged. What I say is as a presenter, as a leader, I need to be the one that's most flexible. If my audience doesn't engage when I'm uh, with good teaching content, I'll, I'll be more funny. I'll be more lively. I might ask more questions. I might come out into the audience. Uh, you know, Again, keep thinking, what else could I do differently to get the same result I want? I'm married to this result. I want to have this goal happen. What are my other options to achieve it? So I was talking about parents and children at the seminar. And one of the things you'll see so often, like in a grocery store, you ever see a kid, you know, throwing a tantrum and I'm walking around the grocery store. This happens usually once every couple of weeks. And I remember this in particular, this is a couple months ago. I'm walking around a grocery store and I run into, I see a mom and her young child, probably about four or five years old and no younger than that. My son's seven. So probably three or four. And you know, you hear something about, mom, I really want this. Can I have this? And the mom says, no, no, that's, you know, we're not doing that today. And then you run into them, you know, in another aisle. And then they're like, mom, but I really want this. And the mom still says no. Well, by the time I get to my checkout line, who's comes up, you know, behind me. And I look back and I see the mom and the kid and guess what's in the cart. The same toy that the kid has been bugging the mom for the entire trip. And here's what that means. The kid wore the mom down. The mom said no. The kid said yes. The mom said no. The kid said yes. Finally, the mom said no. The kid said yes. And the mom said fine, right? That's a, look, as a parent, that can be the story of our lives sometimes. But here's what it means as far as flexibility. Who had more options to get what they wanted? I'll tell you right now, whoever won. So the child had far more options in this case than the parent had. The, the child had more ways to say yes than the mom had ways to say no. So mom said, no, this is why, here's my explanation. And then, no, this is my authority, I'm saying no. No, it'll ruin your supper, or if it was a candy bar, this is a toy in this case, but you know, whatever it is. The mom has maybe three ways to say no. And the kid, the kid can give puppy dog eyes, the kid can ask, the kid can reason with them, the kid can throw a tantrum, the kid can do this, the kid can whine. And kids, they're so much more flexible than adults so often. So they'll come up with any number of ways until they can get what they want. So the truth is, what I'm really talking about is when you add on more flexibility, you're being a little bit more like a kid. You're taking on childlike resources to have more ways to win, more ways to get your outcomes and get what you want than whoever else is involved. I might also mention, I'm not talking about um, win-lose scenarios, like in this case, you know, where mom got worn down. I don't think that we should win at all costs. What I am talking about is having more ways to quote unquote win, to get what you want accomplished than the other party or than the other, you know, the, um, whatever environment you're in. It could even be in a competition with yourself. Let's say you're running a race, a physical race. What if you have infinite ways to convince yourself to keep going and dig deeper for more fortitude and tenacity to get it done. Well, if I'm not flexible enough, I got one way and I say, come on, I'm excited about this race. Well, partway in, I ran a marathon once, as Johnny Dangerously would say, once.
just once. Or I guess that was the uh, the antagonist, not Johnny Dangerously, but in the movie with Michael Keaton. Anyway, go watch Johnny Dangerously. But I, I ran a marathon once. And man, in the beginning, it was easy because I just had one, I, all I needed was one option, which was get excited about running a marathon. And I was excited, so I did it. Then it got harder and I had to then maybe convince myself and say, Matt, determination, you really want to do this. But by the time my legs gave out and they were spaghetti and my knees hurt and I'm crawling, hobbling at mile 16, mile 17, I had to have more ways to convince myself to keep going than my body had ways to quit. That's a good way to put that. Always find a way to be more flexible, bottom line. So number one is, let me just kind of recount what we talked about. Have a vision and be clear and specific on that vision. The second thing is you should have a how or a process about how you're going to accomplish that vision. But finally, make sure that you you bring in enough flexibility to the how that if a how doesn't work, a process fails, you can flex yourself and have a, and take another approach. Keep flexing until you get it. Keep changing the approach until you get what you're supposed to be getting. I think that's where I'm going to leave it for now. That's the key about flexibility for this week. I hope that was valuable, and I hope it was simple enough. I'm trying to get these these Tuesday episodes to be a little bit shorter so you can simply just take one idea and apply it for the week. So apply this week flexibility to your vision. You'll get a lot more accomplished. Thanks for listening. This is, again, Matt Browning. If you haven't already, make sure check out your podcast app or your Apple podcast if you are on an iPhone. Real quick, just take a look at the top and see are you still subscribed. If you see the purple subscribe button, make sure you hit it and you'll resubscribe. If you haven't listened to the last couple episodes but you're catching this one on a media, make sure you go back to your iTunes or make sure you go back to your subscription software and subscribe. Also, if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing. You know, we've had some strangers who don't know who I am listening and put a one star, two star, four stars, three stars. I would love if you listen to this regularly, if you know who I am and if you haven't already, especially on iTunes, if you could rate and review, that would mean a lot. You can do it honestly, of course. However many five stars you want to put is perfect with me. Ha ha ha. But seriously, rate and review. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Follow me at social media at Matt Browning for more photos and memes and uh, episodes and whatnot around me, my family, and these messages. Have an awesome week, and I will see you this Friday with Interview Friday. We have a special treat this Friday. A dear, dear friend of mine that I've known for years is going to come on and teach you how to attract more clients faster, easier, and maintaining your moral values just where you are. Find more clients without being salesy. That's the interview this Friday. Check it out. See ya.